0: He got up and... Uh brought me over a little card. She sells miniature cars or something. (laughs) And I autographed, sent a little nice message to her mother, and then the waitress came over. And tinkled. Very nice. She tinkled, said that my show is a panic, and it was uh, just great. Panic? Panic. Yeah. That prompted Neil Rogers, the seldom reticent W.I.N.Z. talk show host, to ridicule the Herald during his 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. radio show. He claimed that running a Spanish language ad insulted English-speaking readers. Mm -hmm. Throughout the day, subscribers called the paper to complain. Mm -hmm. The phone has been ringing off the the hook, said Jim Currow, the newspaper's vice president of advertising. But he explained it was partly a mistake. Oh. It was a mistake, all right. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Buying the paper in the first place is your first mistake. <laughs> Creative Ideas Advertising of Coral Gables, the Desert Inn's ad agency, wanted to run the ad in two of the Herald's neighbor sections that reach predominantly Hispanic readers. Mm. But the Herald pulled the ad because it did not contain a disclaimer saying an English translation was available. Hmm. You want more? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The ad agency complained to assuage the agency. Boy, there is a good word, huh? Ooh, that's one of Daffy's favorites. That's as in rubbing the right way. The Herald agreed to run the ad with a disclaimer in the front section of the paper. In other words, to pacify... The agency. I See never, what a what a lame excuse yeah, that is. I so. never saw a disclaimer. That, Curro says, was the mistake. Yeah. The Herald has a policy that allows advertisers to run ads in Spanish without a translation. All other foreign language ads require English translations, Curro said. The ad agency says it wasn't trying to offend or discriminate against anyone. We wanted to get the attention of the... Oh, man, Uh, this is it. uh, uh, Boy, a little louder this time. (laughs) Wait till you hear the last paragraph. The last one is the killer, okay? Boy, I'm telling you, I wish they had their offices open today. We could get 6,000 Herald subscriptions canceled in the first hour today. We wanted to get the attention of the Anglos who would ask their Hispanic neighbors or friends, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. Said, Maritza Gutierrez, creative ideas. (laughs) Oh, end of quote. From the lame Miami Herald. Mm. I'm going to tell you, folks, if you don't cancel this rag next week, I'm never speaking to you again. What a disgrace. Is that incredible? I mean, what a lame excuse, too, huh? See, they listen to you.
1: They yeah, know all about you at the Herald. I told the you. phone was
0: ringing off the hook. You bet. People were pissed. All right, did, did I tell you my Herald story? Oh, you got one? It's very brief. Well, let me do the break first, okay? All right. We'd like to do our breaks a little early. Why? Because I cross them off early. I just get <laughs> Well, I get nervous, you know. So I cross, like, into the next couple of hours I cross them off, and then Kyle is desperate to catch up. It's uh, 28 before 11. What a story! huh? What a paper! What a town! What a town! See, what is this? Let's uh, do a break. We'll be right back. Hey, Craig, here's the weather for Homestead. I'm going to get my Ann <Aunt> Bishop imitation. <laughs> is there such a thing? I'm get Tom Gallagher back in here to do his Ann Bishop imitation. <laughs> Only Tom can speak that low. I like Ann. She's good. Uh huh she get rid of those matronly sweaters, though. <laughs> so before he we... wears the sweater that is mated to Jim Harper's burgundy sweater, <laughs> <laughs> you know the man has been here for 30 years at this radio station. He has never taken the sweater off, much less cleaned it. He never a... takes it off. That's a true story. Yeah. It is true. That's why he buys uh, coffee at McDonald's in the morning in the drive-thru. <laughs> they won't let him go inside any place. <laughs> he just goes through the drive-thru. He does. He buys coffee every morning at McDonald's. Oh, look at this. He once wore a blue one. Once. Yeah, one day. Only Gloria Brown knows when that was. Yeah. So before we get back to the story... How you doing, Gloria? ...about the restaurant, I want to tell you my Herald story quickly. I had to call the Herald last week. Do you realize it's 21 before 11 already? We've almost <laughs> killed this whole first hour. We haven't and got And we're going. just getting going. We're we just warming the audience up here today. Uh, I've been here since 6, and I'm not going yet. You know, I'm not getting going yet. But anyway... Is that a threat? <laughs> Look at that, man. The phones are just going crazy. I can't imagine what's on their mind. Here's the weather for North Mighty Beach. Mostly cloudy. I had to put a... Uh, the expression to... was weather fairy. Go ahead. The weather fairy? He was dressed up as an elf during this thing before Christmas. Oh, And he referred to himself as the Weather Fairy. Uh, And I just repeated that on the air, and he won't... uh, He just will not come near this building anymore. Boy, there used to be a character called the Weather Fairy on Budel. show. I don't see anything wrong with that. No. Who? Whose show? Greg Budel's show. Used to have the Weather Fairy. Don't say that. Jim Kelly is probably listening and will be very upset. (laughs) He will not. Yes, he will. With good reason. How Jim, do you feel, Greg, taking a guy's job after ten years? Yeah. Hang your head in shame. Jim probably is listening. I mean it's not like Alan Burke. Alan was loaded anyway, right? I mean Jim's out there getting food stamps today. You know, in fact, Jim gave a quote to Linda Thornton that she did use in her story. Well, that's in her, her yesterday. That's her. and the quote was Yenta. She, this she is asked, Yenta, folks. Yeah. He's got all the gossip. Linda asked Jim if he had any immediate plans. And Jim told Linda. None that Thornton, we could print in the paper. No, Jim told Linda Thornton that his immediate plan was to get up in the morning make himself a cup of coffee, go down and sit in the the jacuzzi and listen to the Neil Rogers show. Great. That I always liked Jim quote. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he does listen to this show. He's he absolutely guy. loves this show. Yeah. And I did Jim's news on the air for about six, eight years, and he's a real good guy, and I really enjoyed working with him. And uh, You did Jim on the air? No, I worked with him. I did his news. Oh, I see. And stuff like that. And uh, I wish him all the best, and I think he'll be fine. Anyway. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I mean, the way you just brush a guy off like that, you know, like he was like a fly on your nose or something. No. I think he'll be fine. I'm not moving right along. You know, <laughs> not at all. What else I mean, the can guys I say? Out on the beach, we need to take up a collection, do something for the guy. Boy, the way these radio stations just jerk people around, man, it's disgusting. Don't buy We're a going to house. Destroy their life. Don't buy a house, Jim. I'm glad you didn't That's buy a house. That's the one thing they tell you when they hire you in this business. They say they look you in the <laughs> eye and they say, "Don't buy a house." <laughs> And when the first book comes out, they look you in the eye and they say, "Don't unpack," you know, whatever that means. Well, luckily Kelly's been in this business long enough to know not to buy a house that he didn't buy one. So anyway, look at Bill Calder—he bought two houses. He got more nerve than I do. Yes, he does. That's for sure. <laughs> I called the Herald. Bill hasn't cashed a ticket in so long. I don't know if he's awake now this early. Yeah, he's probably getting ready to go to Gulfstream. It's raining, and I guarantee you, Calder's getting ready to plunge his guts out today. He hasn't cashed a ticket. I can't remember when he. Ca- I'm serious. I cannot remember when Carter last cashed a ticket, and I'm not joking about that either. He is O for Gulfstream. He keeps saying that. O for Gulfstream. Yeah, for the whole meeting, and they've been you know they run like 50 days. That's a long time. Yeah. Especially when you're there every day. Now he's missed a couple of days. Kidding. What happened? I couldn't afford it. <laughs> So, anyway... You notice we've almost, almost got to the end of the hour. We still haven't heard your Herald story, and we're not even close to the, the restaurant on Griffin Road. That's light years away. <laughs> See, this is the kind of show I like. These pain-in-the-ass callers, you know? Give it a rest. No, I know. Oh, those Cubans! You know, they want to get all hysterical. I'll get hysterical about it, okay? I can get hysterical. No, I know you're... Because ver- I happen to like a lot of the Cubans. You're very pleased. This is your favorite kind of show. Favorite yeah. kind of first hour. You bet. I'm leaving you. Wait till the next hour. Yeah, I'm no, a, I am not No, you're not going here. anywhere. I got news for you. I'm leaving. <laughs> I think it's damn time that they gave me a holiday. Let's see. All the people that want Glenn to stay and me to leave. Look at that. <laughs> Six they were already flashing. ringing. Well, okay. Don't be picky. Okay. We can get that other Broward line flashing real quick. I'm telling you. I'm out of here, as they say in the soaps. Why do people today, you know, young people always come up with these ridiculous, at least to me they're ridiculous, because I'm an old fart. Okay? Right. I'm out of here. Boy, that expression just drives me nuts. Yeah. And you know who started that? Bo, on the days of our lives. Oh, no. That mung face. He started that. I'm out of here. I'm telling you, he started it years ago before anybody else was even saying it. It's like party down. It's another Oh, I hate it. That that drives me nuts. Party down. What does that mean? Party hardy. Party down. We're going to party hardy. That's a big Talk about mindless people who will just... That's the thing that bugs me. People are such sheep. Some moron will come up with a ridiculous... Oh, that's true. It might have been Stevie Cawthon who started saying, you know. Yeah. Do you remember Daffy doing that show, talking about Stevie Cawthon was responsible for young people saying, you know? You talk about inanity. I mean, that show on a scale of zero, that had to be... I'm glad you brought that up, Kyle, because that, I'm telling you, that kind of epitomized the whole Taffy McCallum show for me. That was... um, that was it. That was the frosting on the cake. Steve Cawthon, who never even said, you know, he never said anything other than hello and goodbye and where's my check? And that was <laughs> about it. Where's my 10% or whatever? But, and of course, we know that all young people were just starstruck by Stevie Cawthon. You could go up and down to Broward Mall right now. And kids would say, oh, Steve Cawthon, they would swoon, they'd fall on the floor just by the mention of the name. And God forbid you should mention Cash Asmussen, they'd go nuts. <laughs> and you don't even know who that is. No, I do. No. That's good. Not a clue. I know who it is. Not a clue. Are you going to tell us? It's a jockey. Oh. Who also went to England. Oh. Okay. He was too good looking to ride in America. They sent all the good looking jockeys to England. I don't know how Cawthon got over there. Well, you know, those English, they need optometrists, like Angie Dickinson. The Seldom Reticent. Isn't that great? Boy, I made the Herald again today. I'm going to go home and write it in my diarrhea. You ridiculed the Herald. Yeah. And you Shame did. on you, Neil. Yeah. Ridiculed the prestigious Miami Herald with all those Pulitzer Prizes. Sort of leads into my story about the Herald. In fact, they're up. They're up. Well, I don't think yet. They're up for a Pulitzer Prize for yellow journalism. Is that great? <laughs> The Herald, the uh, Daily News, and the Inquirer are battling it out <laughs> to see who can win the uh, Pulitzer Prize's Yellow Ribbon Award. So while you light that cigar, I'll tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you think. We have another break, and we could do it at any moment now. We could talk about Ahmed. We could talk about Gulfstream with Joe Namath. I might do this about myself. Hey, by the way, tomorrow's the 24th. Tomorrow is that big jackpot day, you know, for the Sunday oh, thing. that people right. doing the yeah. drawing. Yeah, the spring break thing with... Um I saw the ad. In, in spring break, something tied in with spring break. Um, aren't they going to have Frankie Avalon? And uh, are they going to They've already done that. Oh, they already did that. They may be there again, but I mean, they've already done that. I saw no ad. interest. No interest. No, I didn't think so. Nobody is. In fact, no. that was going to be the big thing that brought everybody back to Fort Lauderdale. Now, no. the real reason I want to go out there today is because we ran a spot on Monday. And I believe in truth and advertising, just like the ad in the Herald. And it said, <laughs> no, really, it said, see and bet the Preakness this Saturday at Gulfstream. <laughs> so I'm taking, I've already taken all the money in the world that I've got. and I'm plunging on Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ali Sheedy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. And I may bet a few perfectives <laughs> with uh, Ali Sheba and bet twice, 6-1. Those numbers just keep running through my head. I just keep seeing those black-eyed Susans. (laughs) I once knew a black-eyed Susan. Susan Day, she was on the Partridge Family. Do you remember her? Yeah, she's on L.A. Law now. Yeah, she's always beat up, you know. She's always one of those abused young women. David David Cassidy beat the hell out of her. Yeah, now she's a lawyer. Oh, is she really? Yeah. Oh, I don't watch that show. You should, now that Knott's Landing's in reruns. If you want to see the real sex on TV. I, you know, I hate to break the news to you. I don't watch those network shows, okay? But this is special. I don't watch it. Like, last night I was home for just a few minutes. You I watched think, the hockey game in the think, Mets game. Do you think I would leave you sports. astray? Do you think I'd leave? I'm you into astray? sports. Trust I'm me. I'm macho, okay? <laughs> I'm into sports. I watched a little bit of the hockey game. In fact, uh, I did see Edmonton score their first goal. Messier scored on a breakaway. That was great. Right between Hextall's legs, if you pardon the expression, man. That was great. On a breakaway. And I left the house feeling confident that Edmonton would win. What do I know? Mm -hmm. How would I know the game was fixed? I mean, who else could give up five goals in the last part of the game? I mean, that's ridiculous. Ludicrous. But then you're not into hockey. You wouldn't know anything about that. Nothing. Zero? Zilch. Something about a puck. That's all I know. Uh Uh-huh. And the guy wears a, the goalie wears a mask that looks like Jason in Friday the 13th Exactly. No, the goalie is Jason from Friday the 13th. That's why he gave up five goals in the last period. Okay, we have another break to do. Then Glenn's maybe going to work into that story about the Herald, which I know is going to be exciting. I'm going to reread, for the benefit of the audience that's just getting up now and tuning in, I'm going to reread several times that story from this morning's business news section, because most people don't read the business section anyway unless they got money, and that leaves our audience out. It's only Marshall Moore that's got the people with money, and they're so damn cheap, man. He's got... Marshall, you ought to be embarrassed. You do a great show, but your audience doesn't appreciate you. All they want you to do is give and give and give to them. I've got 7,000 shares of Con Edison. You know, who cares, lady? Put it where the moon don't shine, baby. We don't care about your Con Edison. It's true, though. They're a bunch of cheapskates that tune on the show, and that's why they got all the money. They have the first two nickels they ever made. They sit there rubbing them together all day, <laughs> which is all they've got. Ten minutes before 11 at W y, and Z, we're going to come back right after these important messages. News you know, in all fairness, I think the ad team should have done that spot for Gulfstream with the instant bankroll sweepstakes being given away. Can you hear Russ doing it now? $10,000! <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be great? That would be how it would sound, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm telling you, there's a guy who has uh, made millions. 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 Yeah. From what? I mean, that's the incredible part, and I think it's great. He's a great American. We we used to be disc jockeys together, Russ and I. We used to work together. On yeah, and limit. look at the difference. The old boy. You're just barely eking out a meager existence. Right. Just barely. And he's a millionaire. Clinging, hanging on. And the man is a multi-millionaire. He did us a very nice favor, though. Yes, he did. They've been great with us. They've yeah. been terrific. They did the newspaper ads for so far. Yeah. They've made great ads. You bet. They donated their services. Super. Absolutely terrific. And they've worked with us, and they've been great. And I really would like to publicly thank them. I thank I've i already thanked Good. But he's got millions of dollars anyway, so true. why not, right? It's true. In fact, he ought to be buying the ads for us. Only kidding, Russ. <laughs> Come on. Only kidding. <laughs> no, right, we are. He's got a good sense of humor. Yeah, he, he doesn't does. not like the Herald too well, by the way. But he hates the Herald. Hates the Herald. He was so happy about your campaign. He mentioned it to me. And Why well. is it that so many people hate the Herald? I, I mean, people this who really out. have an IQ yeah. of over 10 right. hate the Herald. I mean, despise it. True. Oh, I mean... Really there are people who don't like the New York Times but they generally tend to be those right-wing lunatics you don't know, think the Times is a communist newspaper okay that's philosophy there are people who don't like the Washington Post for the same reason there are people who don't like the Chicago Tribune because it's too conservative but again that has to do with philosophy but there are but there are people who hate the Herald just on principle i know Right? I know. Because the Herald, once upon a time, was a lot more liberal than it is now. I mean, now it's basically a fascist newspaper, but (laughs) once upon a time, it was a moderate newspaper. The news was the liberal paper, indeed, and the Herald was, like, kind of moderate. Mm -hmm. Like they might endorse, uh, you know, the Nazi Party, things like that. But now (laughs) they've gone way beyond that. But uh, there are a lot of people, philosophy aside, who just despise the Herald. Yeah, they do. Who would like to see Don Johnson go into, you know, one Herald Plaza and plant a bomb, you know. And speed off and look in the rearview mirror and watch, boom, you know, just the whole thing blow up into the bay. It's true. I've, and I found it out. It is. Recently, yeah. In fact, uh, when we come back from the news, uh, Glenn is going to tell us his Herald story. I got to wait till I do the oh, news. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, big build up. Hey, we have to build these numbers here, you know. I mean, uh, we've got to build to, what, about a 10 share so that she doesn't sell the station. <laughs> Only kidding, Mrs. Holly. Boy, that was great. She came in here with that dog the other day. Mac. Mac? Big Mac. Leave it to Glenn to find out the name <laughs> of the dog. You know, I guess it must be all of that time that you spent as the, uh, what was the title?